What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Scott, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at Patreon.com slash ThatStoryShow. Hello, this is Jojo the Christian Crown. No, it's not. And you're listening to That Story Show. May God have mercy on your souls. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Who wants it? Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turn into a bat. I flew in a sleeve. I left her some guano. Jones. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This happens to be episode 383, brought to the week of June 17th, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my friend John is in Texas. So if you live near him, go break into his house while he's gone. Um, I have with us today a special guest from a special podcast. Uh, Welcome to the show, Aaron Wright. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks, James. Hey, man, tell us a little bit about your podcast. So my wife and I, we would have all of these interesting, just random conversations, like at the dinner table that Mm -hmm. we thought people would think, you know, if, if anybody heard this, they would think we're completely insane. Just some of the stuff we would talk about. So we decided why not start a podcast and let people think we were insane. They can listen into, you know, our thoughts on these topics and the weird stuff that we come up with. And it's called topic, please with Liz and Aaron. Is that right? Yep. The topic, please podcast. And you can find us at topic, please.com. Ah, nice, nice URL. It's very nice. Nice and short. It's hard to find those these days. Um, and, and, that, and that that's played a- into, Oh, sorry. That, yeah. that played into coming up with the show name a little bit. We're like, well, we want to be able to get the social media, the URL. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff is fun. I love starting a new show. I've started so many podcasts and I only have one left. So, <laughs> But no, that's a great way to start a show. Me and David, my brother, years ago sat down and said, you know, why are we telling all these stories one at a time to one person at a time? We we should start a podcast. And, and he didn't even know what a podcast was. He had to trust me. And uh, lo and behold, all these years later, here we are with Aaron Wright. From Topic Please Podcast. I hope you guys will go and check out him and his wife, uh, Liz, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. And tell them that you heard about it from that story show. That way they know um, that you heard it. I want to say a special thanks to Aaron because John um, was not able to make it, and I was kind of in a in a pinch, and he was on Discord at the right time, at the right place, and he offered to help out, and I'm glad he's here. We're going to have a great day uh, and a great episode. Speaking of day, did you know that today is national global, I'm sorry, not national, it's global garbage man day. It is the day that honors garbage men and women of the world. Don't forget the women. From collecting our garbage to seeing it through the entire disposal process, garbage collectors provide their services to the world relentlessly every day. I love that they do it relentlessly. I, you know. I, I just see them casually pick up my trash, dump it, and go off. I've had all kinds of garbage men, you know, the kind that pull your 
metal cans off the side of the road. I've had the kind that just pull a truck up and dump the garbage into the back of the truck from, you know, uh, a, a dolly type garbage can. And now since I live in the city, we have full on dumpsters, which I love. Um, I love always having a dumpster because no matter what time of day it is, no matter what day of the week it is, there's always room in the dumpster. And the only bad thing about dumpsters is sometimes there's people in them and that's a little scary. So, um, I don't like taking out the trash at night because I'm, if a man jumped out, um, I would die. I would die right there. And, uh, so anyway, how do you, how, 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 how do you observe garbage can? I mean, garbage man day. <laughs> And that, that that would be the question I would be asking. And I did. I looked it up. It is, and all you do is you just put hashtag thank you garbage man, uh, which kind of uh, I I would say let's leaves the women out. You know, thank you garbage man. I I would also hashtag thank you garbage women. But you know, that's just me. Maybe we can be a little more inclusive there. If you don't want to celebrate trash. Uh, but I think trash men are worth celebrating because they take away all your crap. And that's really great because if they didn't, it would pile up. Um, but national cherry tart day is today as well, but it is a holiday that is rife with scandal because nobody can decide if it's supposed to be on the 17th, the 18th or the 21st. So watch out. You never know. Maybe we could all just have cherry tarts on all of those days. <laughs> that would be chaos. Oh no, cherry tarts everywhere. Ah! Oh, I'm just kidding. Just getting all the way for myself. Uh, we always start with a story. This one's from Victoria Hart. Dollar General warm up. I'm sorry. It's called Dollar General warm soup. And uh, this is a our first entry in the uh, treasure contests that we're running here on that story show uh we'll talk more about that in a minute so that you can get involved hey i have a story for your ears to behold it's called dollar general warm soup my tale came to pass about two months ago while we were sojourning at a commonly known shop known as dollar general we were with our grandmother searching the depths of the shop for a modern jewelry container quote unquote our mu- our grandmother sent my sister and I to the other end of the store to find this jewelry container. And my sister's stomach was feeling rather light with regret of the last meal she had indulged in. In other words, she was feeling pukish. As I turned intentionally toward the stack of jewelry containers, I heard a dreadful sound. A warm soup. <laughs> so nasty. A warm soup rose from my sister's stomach cavity with a... A resounding gurgle (laughs) was unnecessary to say gurgle as the warm watery substance was about to wash the floor of a considerably unlucky dollar general. My sister found the strength hidden deep within her gut as the storm was erupting from her mouth. She covered her face with her hands and with a muffled cry of victory, (laughs) she, she, she reversed the flow. Mm. She sucked down the horrid soup. (laughs) back into the watery depths of her stomach (laughs) and a crisis was averted except for a small substance smeared across her humbled hands which she gently wiped across her nice jeans (coughs) i dearly hope she violently washed her blemished hands 
and changed her soup swipe jeans. Sincerely, fresh out of middle school, Victoria Hart. P.S. I'm a middle schooler. Play that sound of yours, will ya? Sure. So where does your son go to school? Oh, oh man. Man. I have, uh, I've thrown up in public. It's not, it's not fun. Yeah, that was almost you know, making some gurgling sounds come up in me. <laughs> nasty i hate puke stories but every now and then oh i do feel a little queasy i haven't had dinner and so i'm a little lightheaded anyway and uh and that story is not doing any good and plus the memory of me being in church sitting there i i'm sitting there and i turn around to my sister who's sitting behind me with her friends and i said i i i feel like i'm gonna throw up and as i started to turn my head back uh it just the puke came out of me like like violently and uh like in an arc as i swung my head back around to the front i've told the story on the show a long 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 time ago but um we and was we, that the one like the mcdonald's parking lot no that was a guy that that leaned that out of his else. window and puked and and it just puked from heaven yeah that was that was totally different but mine uh, our church didn't have pews that had you know fold out seats and they they just dispersed people dispersed before the puke even hit the floor they were they were so fast uh but that's what you get with pentecostals they're they're quick to move in church you know they like to boogie and stuff so uh, right yeah Ooh. anyway uh let's uh do our weekly rewinds all right uh mine's dumb so since our guest is here, Aaron, why don't you go first? You were talking about something you and your family got to do this week. Oh, yeah. this uh, Last weekend, we went camping. We have an annual camping trip where a bunch of our family gets together. Uh, we rent out two or three campsites, uh, have a good time. We rented a uh, a tritune that it's like a pontoon, but it has one more of the pontoons, I guess. Ah, But it was like a high performance so it was like a ski boat you could oh, do skiing cool. or tubing and stuff behind it yeah so for the first time uh you know i drove a boat for the first time so that was kind of cool and we did tubing for the first time but uh my go, kids was this lake of the ozarks oh no it was actually down in arkansas at, on bull shoals lake okay because i've wanted to do that but they always say to rent the boat you have to have previous experience and i don't have any so yeah, they didn't even ask if we had previous experience. That's Arkansas. Like, this is how it works. That's Arkansas, man. They don't care. Right. They just want the money. Yeah. The kids definitely seemed to enjoy it while I was pulling the tube. They, I was pretty much getting the boat up to full speed, whipping yeah. them around. They were uh, hitting those waves and catching air. Uh, <laughs> at one point, our oldest daughter was out there on the tube and the rope had gotten some slack in it. I didn't realize that in time mm-hmm. and she's sitting there hanging onto the straps on the tube and then the boat going like full force, like yanks the tube, almost yanked her arms out of her socket. Oh! She like starts yelling at me. She's like, when there's slack, you don't do that. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Gosh. Yeah. I can imagine it just sitting there and then all of a sudden, boom, full speed. Ah. Oh Yeah. I mean, they all seem to have the time of their lives. I got out there on the tube once for the first time ever. I'm like, I, I think I enjoy watching them have fun more than oh, yeah. me being on it. Now, who drove when you were out there? Uh, my wife's uncle. Okay. That's yeah. cool. He's and kind of our pontoon many, boat captain guy. How many kids you got? 
Uh, we have six all together. Oh, wow! I'm from a family of five, so I'm impressed with anything over five. But six sounds like a lot more than five, even though it's just one. That's yeah, it definitely keeps you busy. Our our oldest is 22. Wow. Returns 22 this year. And our youngest are 17. Wow, so you're almost done. Yeah. You're almost done. That's great. Now it's just a matter of getting them Wait to move out of the house. 21 to 17 is the age range? Well, I had two, and then... Oh, I was about to say, what are you trying to do? Kill her? <laughs> is that even possible? <laughs> One of those old blended family situations. Okay, I thought it was an old, this house on the prairie situation is what I thought was going on, so... And now, now the issue is getting them to move out. Yeah, they're they're rooting through, trying to find the the oldest uh, baby in in there to pull out. We still got a <laughs> she's <laughs> pregnant twice. I don't know. I didn't. I was trying to do the math. That was not <laughs> working very well. Okay, I guess it would work if they were all twins. Uh, yeah, true, have, true. That would be none a, of them are though. <laughs> like. Yeah, leave that one in. That one's not done yet. Let's take out the one that is. Anyway, um, uh, okay, so mine's dumb. Uh, my wife hasn't been able to find our matches for a long time. This one falls in the Jenna is a is still a three-year-old category. My daughter, Jenna, people on the show know her well. She used to do a podcast with me and all that. Now she's 16 and works at Chick-fil-A and is doing great. And she's always busy and she has friends and stuff and she doesn't do drugs and she doesn't drink and she doesn't smoke and she doesn't have a boyfriend. It's awesome. So, but she's bad. She's still bad. She still has badness in her. It, it's just on accident. So my wife can't find the matches. And the other day, for some reason, she was up on the counter. My wife was, and she was looking over top of the cabinets. For some reason, I think maybe she was dusting or something, you know, because it gets nasty up there. And I'm look, imagining her standing on the counter. Is that yeah, what's going on? Yeah, she's standing oh. on the counter because she climbs up there and then stands there and she can reach over top of the cabinets. And uh, she she says, here's the daggum matches. Why? What are they doing up here? And Jenna just casually goes, oh, I threw them up there. Just I, I threw them up there. I was, what what no 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 we need more what what is going on what is going on with that you you threw them up there yeah i was throwing them at jay and i missed and they landed up there and you didn't think <laughs> to to get them down i mean she's taller than my wife is by you know six inches so you know it would have been nice but no she didn't think about it because she's 16 and she's secretly still three and she's bad and um and that's all there is to it. I tried to get her to, to guest host today on the show, but she was too busy. She was going to the pool with her friends. And um, that's actually where my wife's at. She took our niece and nephews to the pool. Oh, there you go. There you go. I that's told you mine I'm... was dumb, though. Mine, mine was just dumb. But Jenna throws matches, and that's that's what she Well, it does. makes me think of uh, our oldest son. He's like six foot two, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the tallest one in our house and my wife is like five foot six. So he'll deliberately like put something up high just because she won't be able to reach it without getting a step stool out. Right. Just to be ornery. Now I always get called on cause I have a short wife. She's, 
she's I don't know how tall she is, I honestly, but she comes up to my chin and I'm five nine and a half. So, you know, subtract three feet from my giant head and that's how tall she is. Uh and so yeah, anytime she needs anything that is above the bottom shelf, um, unless she wants to scurry up on the counter, um, uh, which isn't something she does regularly. Um uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always called on, I'm called on wherever I'm at in the house and it's usually in the basement. So anyway, um, uh, I want to tell you guys a little something, something about what I was telling you about earlier about our treasure podcast. Uh, Sheila Gee wrote an email last week, said, love your show. Thank you for your hard work on this audio treasure. And then she inspired me. Um, she also became a patron by the way. So Sheila Gee became a $5 patron this week. I don't know why you people keep throwing your money at me, but I sure do appreciate it. It is, it, it makes my heart thump louder, like louder than normal. So anyway, she inspired a contest and what we are doing is we are having a contest, a storytelling contest. And here's how you enter. Okay. It was announced, uh, last week and it started last week. And so today we will be choosing our first uh, finalist out of the, uh, all the stories we're reading today. Uh, but the, uh, the, what the, the deal is, is that we're giving away three prizes for best story. First place gets a hundred dollars. Second place, $50. Third place, $25. Entry started on 610 and they must be in by June 30th and tagged with hashtag treasure. Uh, you can put it in the subject line or you can put it in the body of the email. There was a lot of questions about that this week. So you can put it in, you know, after your subject line or in the, uh, uh, the body of the email, but there were a lot of stories that came in this week that did not have hashtag treasure. And so make sure that you put hashtag treasure in there. Entries will be judged by John and myself and a finalist will be chosen each week from stories chosen to be read on the show. There's no purchase necessary, only one entry per person. Uh, unfortunately, this is U.S. only and only if legal in your state. Uh, the uh, final, the 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 uh, winners will be announced on May 1st on our show. Uh, so we're really excited about this. Well, we've never done anything like this before. We hope it goes well. We hope everybody has a great attitude about it and all that. And nobody gets upset and you know, we can do it again that way. Um, hey, James. Yes. Is that May 1st of 2022? Um, Cause we're in June. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm in July 1st. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, July 1st, my bad. <laughs> Thank you for that. John didn't catch it last week. Nobody actually caught it last week. So uh, I didn't catch it reading through the show notes either. <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody did. July 1st. It's the show on July 1st. That's when we'll announce it. Okay. So um, uh, I'm very excited about it. People have been sending in um, their their emails with hashtag treasure. And, and um, we're, we're really excited about being able to do this. And it's all in all thanks to our patrons. So, um, thank you patrons for your support and we're giving and investing, uh, back into our community. 
So I'm a patron, so you're welcome. Yay! All right. There you go. Thank you so much. Um, we are going to go ahead and jump right into our listener stories. Today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Is life just not what you know it can be? BetterHelp.com can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's what they do. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient because it's just you and that screen and whoever you choose to be your counselor. You can start communicating in under 24 hours and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counsel and financial aid is available for those who qualify. The service is available for clients worldwide. And the part I love the most, and I say it every, every time there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. Maybe you've had a counselor. It didn't work out. Um, and, and there's no one else in your area. Well, uh, betterhelp.com can be your solution. I want you to start living a, a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And thank you, betterhelp.com for sponsoring that story show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, let's get into the stories. Um, This is called The Lively Dog, and uh, it's from Fred. My 89-year-old aunt, who has dementia, lives with my mother. My aunt has a small dog from whom we will refer to as Lucifer because he is positively the spawn of Satan himself. So evil dog, you know, uh, the other night I stayed the night at my mother's house and all around five in the morning, my mother knocked on my bedroom door and motions for me to follow her into the living room. As we entered the room, she pointed at Lucifer and she stretched out my aunt's chair and told me, that he had died during the night. My chief thought at that moment was how devastated my poor aunt would be to wake up and get the news that her little dog was dead. All I could say at the moment was, Oh no, get out the meat slicer. Let's make some cookie jerky. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the moment that I spoke, Lucifer raised his head and looked at me. (laughs) My mother just about fell over. She said that when she had gone to the living room that morning, he was just laying there with his eyes partially open and his tongue hanging out, and he hadn't responded when she had talked to him. So I almost doubled over laughing. My mother said, well, I guess the crisis is over and you can go back to bed. So I did, and I slept for a couple more hours. And when I woke up later, I walked in the living room and Lucifer's running circles around the room. And I looked at him and I said, I'm glad to see you're being so lively this morning. (laughs) This brought out laughter from both my mother and my aunt who had no idea why we were laughing and we are not about to tell her at all. Fred. <laughs> Dead dog. I guess it, it starts out saying it was a little dog. So I'm picturing like a little like chihuahua or something that 
Yeah, you know, that, little yappy dog. Those are the only kind of evil dogs I know of are little dogs. You know, it, it's like the bigger your dog gets, the the better chance that they're friendly in general. Uh, the smaller they get, the more persnickety they are. And uh, I have an example of that at my house because we have two dogs. One I don't like and one I hate. One is named Moffat and he's the one I don't like, but he's okay. He's a good dog. And Leia is the dog I hate. And she has learned a new trick and her new trick is turning over the kitchen garbage. My, my daughter actually caught her on film. She saw her doing it. She told her, no, she sets down her phone, uh, in record mode on the floor and walks away. And she caught a time-lapse photo (laughs) of the dog and how, how she pushes her body. She's not even tall enough to reach the trash can, which is why she has to lean over. Or, or, or go up on the side and push it. But she does. She pushes it and uh, knocks the trash over and then goes through it. This morning, I I went into the kitchen to get my cereal and the trash is knocked over. Uh, there wasn't a thing in there. Nothing in the trash. So the dog did all the work and got no reward. And I kind of smiled to myself as I yelled her name and, um, and uh, told her to never touch the trash again. So I would like to put her in the trash, actually, and that would teach her a lesson. But we have four huskies; they have no issue reaching the top of the trash can. Really, really, yeah, I can't imagine four huskies. Wow, what are their names? And we have Clover, Sassy, Nova, and Frosty. Frosty. So why huskies? Uh, well, uh, my stepdaughter's uh, family out in California. Her dad and uh, his wife. Like they had huskies and then one of them had puppies. So that was a graduation present for her. Ah. And then our other daughter had two and we've ended up with four all together now. Wow. Wow. And you like them? They're good dogs. Yeah. For the most part, except when they want to get in the trash yeah. or decide they want to play and sound like they're tearing each other apart and they're just playing around. Oh man. I can't imagine. Our two, our two get into fights, like play fighting every now and then. And they sound ferocious. It's it's more like, you know, it's, it's like that. But I'd imagine in your world, it's more growling and bear-like. So. Well, uh, Clover is like the second oldest one in our house. We recently got two new puppies. They're only a few months old. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're getting up there in size because they grow so quick. Right. But they... They've learned that, you know, if he gets like pins them, they can just start yelping, kind of like a a kid. Yeah, know? he hit me. He hit me. Uh, make it sound like they're killing each other, and it's like he barely touched you. What are you doing? Yeah, that's what Leia does. Um, like if you go to yell at her about the trash, and you pick her up to move her toward the trash to yell at her better, you know, to get into the right the the right area, uh, she yelps as and and my wife. We'll, we'll yell out to the house. I didn't touch her, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't, first of all, I don't care if you did. But secondly, um, I know she's a baby and she's wimpy and you didn't do anything to hurt her. I know this by now. You don't have to say it. Um, right. You know, so for two, for two reasons. Uh, so why don't you read us a story there, Aaron? All right. It looks like we have nice rice. Okay. Hashtag treasure. Yeah. Uh, three years ago, my parents left me and others at home alone. And I 
we all know that's when you're going to get in trouble when yep. you're left home alone with your kids. Mm-hmm. We were carefully instructed to make some rice while they were gone so we could eat dinner when they got home. That's problem number we, two right there is leaving boys to to make rice. That just doesn't make sense to me, but go ahead. We did exactly as we were supposed to. We started the rice at exactly 545 and my older brother went downstairs and started playing on the Xbox. He was very close to beating his favorite game for the very first time and we were excited to watch him beat it. I know how that is. Like when you get so close to beating that game for the first time. And yeah. It's you can't let pretty exciting. anything like rice stop you. Yeah. Right. He was almost done with the final level when I smelled something burning. So I sent my little brother up to check on the race. A couple of minutes passed and I decided to go check on him. Check on him. Yeah. I get up the stairs and the first thing I see is my little brother holding a pot with smoke. Too thick to see through coming out of the top. I yelled for my older brother to come upstairs and helped my brother with the pan. I stuck the pan under the faucet and saw that the rice had been burned black. Yeah, you think? I, yeah. I think that's Cajun style, right? Yeah, extreme yeah. Cajun style. But my brother got upstairs and we were throwing away the rice when, sorry, when our neighbor knocked on the door. He said that he saw the smoke and wanted to make sure we were all right. <laughs> you guys okay? It seems like there's a fire in there. Oh. That's crazy. And we've gotten a little smoke in our house when we're cooking, but nothing that brought the neighbors. No, over. never heard of such a thing. That, that must have been so thick in there. Like they probably had lung damage. Oh, I wonder what burnt rice smells like. I've not, I don't think I've ever smelled burnt rice. Oh, I don't think I have either, but I don't imagine that it's very pleasant. No, my, my son, he took one of, you know, those, um, they're, they're macaroni, microwavable macaroni and cheese canisters oh yeah yeah they have metal in them for some reason i don't know how it works but you can microwave them well he put one together and forgot to add water one time and burn the smack out of it and it was pasta i know it's not rice but it was the worst smell i think that i'd ever smelled and i've smelled dog poop i've smelled puke i've smelled you know uh, bad bo and everything it was so bad i literally thought we were going to end up having to paint the house um, because it's soaked into the walls. So don't ever, don't ever do that. So I can't imagine what rice would, would be like, but go ahead. I'm sorry. We told him what had happened and he invited us to go to his house until my mom got back so that we could let the smoke clear. <laughs> my mom got home and everything was all right. She was impressed that we at least tried to do what she wanted. I mean, we did cook the rice after all. <laughs> God bless you, Gideon. Oh, you guys boys and your pre and your video games and your rice burning uh i um I, I don't know that i've ever burned anything that bad but but my I son think one of our one of our kids i think one time was cooking some ramen noodles in a bowl in the microwave and forgot to add water yeah yeah that's bad news it's supposed to have water definitely <laughs> it's it's bad Oh, yeah, my. I guess at least they did try to do what they were supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. They, they started it. They're good boys. They're just, they just have badness in them and they can't help it. I mean, you know, it started off with my parents left me and my two brothers home alone and we were instructed to make rice. I mean, I could have probably predicted the rest of it. I, uh, I just can't imagine. I, I almost want to experience it so I can see what kind of smoke was coming out. But, uh, right. But anyway, this is called De Pants Dance from Josie in Westmont, Illinois. Hi, 
John and James. My name's Josie. I'm 10. And I have a very funny story for you. It is called the Pants Dance. I was on the trampoline with my friend and my brother and his friend. And my mom and her friend were out in the yard with the littles. I guess tiny children. I don't know. I had a huge growth spurt recently. And I had to get a lot of new clothes. And I was wearing a new pair of shorts on the trampoline. And we were having a dance competition and I was doing a particular dance move that required me to jump very high. And then something horrible happened. My new shorts slid down my legs, the sunlight refracting off the fake gemstones on them as they gracefully glided all the way down to rest around my ankles. I quickly yanked oh them up and laughed along with my friends though we were laughing for different reasons. They were laughing because it's obviously funny when someone's pants fall down. I was laughing because I knew that if I sent this into that story show, it would most likely make it on. <laughs> and that's that sentence is why it did, by the way. <laughs> so that's just almost a hope it makes it on the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like they were just shy of being that. They were so sure like this is the kind of show. This is the kind of story that they will put on, on the podcast. And they were right. I, I have lost my, my pants in front of people before. And, and it was my mom and my stepdad. And it was so, so horrible. My brother, I was holding him and he was, he was two and a half or three and he was thrashing and angry and he was arching his back and it was impossible to hold on to him. And so I was going to set him gently on the ground, but his foot, got tangled in my in my pajama pants and and immediately they went down past my underwear and I wanted to pull him up but I had both hands on him I couldn't drop him I couldn't pick him back up because the pants would go all the way down I I couldn't lay him down because he would pull the pants all the way down I I was stuck and my my parents were laughing and so I ended up setting him gently on the ground, stepping backwards, and then jerking my pants up and running into my room. Um, they never mentioned anything about it, but uh, it was it was horrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and it's one of the reasons I don't wear whitey tighties anymore, because I'm like, if this ever happens again, I want underwear that's not as embarrassing, you know? So. Right. <laughs> Uh, at least with some underwear, you're, everything's covered. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, want, I, want, I want some kind of drawers that are, that are acceptable for PG television, you know, and, uh, and boxers seem to be the way to go. I've, I've since changed my ways, but um, nobody needs to know what kind of underwear I have on now. But, uh, but boxers were, were my go-to for quite a while. It was quite a change, I'll tell you. I had to get used to I feel it. like maybe that's the actual purpose of underwear. It's just in case you get depants. Yeah. Yeah. It's that a, way you have that extra layer of protection to it, cover you. It is a layer. It's a it's a layer of protection. The other the other truth, the sad truth, is it's to keep the, the poop stains off your pants. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> so all right. Uh read us uh read us the story there, Aaron. All right, this is the wrong kind of redhead. Uh oh, there is no such thing, by the way. Redheads are all amazing. So I know they get a bad rap, but in my oh, my little brother's a redhead, so I I may have a different opinion. Uh oh. <laughs> right, so hey, James and John, 
I'm sending this. I'm sending this in for the story contest. Good. This this story is about my dumb teenage boy feelings about girls, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I do. I think we all do. All boys, all men. It's a terrible time in life. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I've been there. You have all these strong emotions, and you have no guts to to do to talk to anybody. So you just crush on everybody. It's just terrible. It, it, yeah. I never want to go through that period again. Never. I mean, if you get real brave, maybe write a note or I don't know what the <laughs> kids ask do a, now. Ask a friend to talk to them. Yeah. Who knows what they do now? Hey, can I get your Instagram? <laughs> you know, I don't know. We just had all the cool ways of folding our notes when yeah. I was in school. Yep. <laughs> I'm the kid from Hatchet Fib from the episode named Special Kind of Stupid. If you remember, I'm 15, almost 16. Okay, time for the story. My dad is a window washer. I don't know if there's an actual name for that. No, I think you nailed it. Yeah. That, that's all I've ever heard them called, window washers. Yeah. There might be some fancy name, but window I don't technician. Know of it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. If you add anything to it, I think it detracts from the name. So I think that's it. We wash the windows of a gas station, and as you know, Many people go in and out of gas stations, and I won't lie to you. I find red hair and freckles very attractive. Well, I'm the funny, one of those. The funny part is that I kept messing up the windows because every time a girl with red hair or freckles walked into the store, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> well, let's just say my eyes weren't on the window. They were elsewhere. He's washing his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what he might have been looking at. Oh, Afterwards, my dad and I were driving home, and my dad saw a dog with red hair and went, Hey, she has red hair. There's your future girlfriend. <laughs> Sounds like something my dad would have done. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it makes it on the show. Jaden, P.S., please. Oh, please bring Jenna back for more episodes. Oh, yeah. It's misspelled there. Please bring Jenna back for more episodes. You know what? No, <laughs> she's not redheaded and she's not freckled. She's not your type. And um, mm. yeah, it's a little suspicious that you would talk about girls and then say, bring Jenna back for more episodes. No way. Jenna is banned from the show, Jaden, thanks to you. Okay. I don't need any middle school boys uh, thinking about my daughter. I, I got enough problems. Plus she's 16 and she has a crush on a boy at her work and so she's kind of taken already, even though she's not. So she calls it her work crush. I didn't know there was different crushes for different locations. So apparently you can have a school crush, a work crush, just, you know, you know, and in, and in Arkansas, you can have a home crush. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, an email from Mr. Actor Kid. It's called Sisterisms. Um, hey, James and John, I am Mr. Actor Kid, and this story is for the Treasure Story Contest. James, when you talk about Jenna saying things like laundry sauce and check line stir, I understand. Because my little sister, especially from ages four to six, has had names for things and little phrases or quotes that related to them. We call them sisterisms. Uh, here are a few. My mom is coming down the stairs with a sleeveless shirt, and my sister says... My uh, mom, cover up your arms. You look like Shrek. That's that's what you want to hear from your child. Uh, my sister sees a magazine with Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter. Look, it's Harry Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, in the car randomly, she says, 
Sometimes you just want to grab a pig and slice it for the bacon, but not the babies. So my sister, (laughs) yeah, not the baby pigs, just normal pigs. My sister's car seat isn't straightened. Uh, Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. Looking at a fire escape door with a picture of a man running from a burning room. Why is there a fire room? (laughs) I love that one the most. That's my favorite one. (laughs) It's it's what I could imagine Jenna saying, because she would look at that and she would be like, why do they have a fire room if, if you're supposed to escape it? I don't understand. Anyway, my sister, a year before she went to school at the school where my dad was a teacher, and she says, I better work on my letters so I don't go to a special class at daddy's school. Uh, my sister had a term called splash farts, which really speaks for itself. <laughs> ugh, ugh. My sister attempting to be patriotic. She says, every time I see an American flag, I'm glad I speak English. That's, <laughs> she's heading for the right wing. I think so. Um, our neighbors moved for the first time. We gave them muffins to welcome them to the neighborhood. About two weeks later, we, we saw them outside and my sister unprovoked yelled out, you're welcome for the muffins we gave you. <laughs> and finally, our favorite shopping at Michael's, my sister randomly yells out, that lady has a very big bottom. Mr. Actor kid. Oh, my sister did that one time we were driving, thankfully. And my, but the windows were down because my mother didn't believe in running the air conditioner because the gas, you know, and there's this, a uh, big, big man on the side of the road. Um, I, I wasn't impressed, but my little sister sure was. She goes, that is the fattest man I've ever seen. And, uh, I withered. I just withered in my seat. I don't even know how old I was, but I was three years older than she was and knew better. You know, you don't. You don't talk about people's weight. Um, hey, you remember that show that was on TV for a while that kids say the darndest thing? Yeah, yeah. I loved that show. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. Because they definitely do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. All of these reminds me of, uh, I can't, what was it? Uh, Jenna called ninjas beat-em-ups or yeah, something? Yeah, beat-ups. 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 Yeah. 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 I've forgotten about that one. That's great. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be a beat-up. What, 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 I know my first daughter, like she would call yogurt ogret, ogret for the longest time. Like she just couldn't get the words right, so yeah. it just kind of became a thing. Yeah, Jenna, pizza, pizza was, was pizza was pata, uh, backpack was packpack, and uh, the lady at the line that was checking you out at Walmart was the checklinester, and uh, loved it, loved all her little her little sayings. Uh, a, a stamp was a stape because it was a mixture of uh, a sticker and tape and uh so and and uh shrimps were strinks because she got shrimp and shrink mixed together in her head somehow and uh yeah she always always making up making up stuff like that and boy she could spot an elmo anywhere and and she was like oh elmo and and we'd be looking like there's no elmo there's no elmo oh there there it is the smallest little thing on a bag of bread on the line you know somewhere uh, in line at a grocery store. So, yeah, it was great. So, uh, this one is, um, this one is a great story and I'm, I'm going to give it to you, Aaron. Uh, so bless us with Hannah's story. She's a fellow Missourian. So 
yeah, I saw that. Hannah from Missouri. So, I mean, it, it's from where we're at, so it's got to be good, right? That's right. Yeah, this one is called Wrong Bowl. <laughs> On a break from boarding school, I was staying with a host family for the weekend. and One evening, I was helping with dinner. She asked me to, I'm guessing the mother of this host family is the she? Um, she asked me to. Yeah, yeah. Kind of started out with no context for who she was. Yeah. Yeah. So she asked me to find the gravy boat in one of the cabinets. I was too ashamed to admit I had no idea what a gravy boat was. So I went searching for what made sense. <laughs> there was a glass cabinet off to the side with a set of dishes inside sat a bowl with a lid. Gravy boat sounds fancy to me. So China bowl thingy it is. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depending on the type of gravy boat, it could have a lid. Right. It was a bit dusty, so I decided to wash it. I dumped out the dirt and shined it up. Mm. I figured she was one of those people who liked matching dishes for meals and washed a couple of the others, thinking we might use some of the plates as well. She came in, picked up the bowl, and thanked me for shining up her grandmother's dish set. Mm. She talked about how her grandmother was a missionary in China, and that's where she acquired it. She had led many people to Christ while having dinner with those dishes. When she was cremated, they placed her ashes in the bowl and gave her an honorary placement in the dining room. Oh, no! She said her grandmother inspired her to be a missionary as well. All this while, I'm sweating and nervous. She's holding the bowl as she's talking. I couldn't believe I had washed away the ashes. <laughs> I, I think I'd be ready to just walk out the door and not come back. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would throw down a, one of those, those uh, what, what ninjas have where they throw down and smoke appears <laughs> and yeah. they just disappear. Batman does it too. That's what I would do. Just those little smoke bomb things. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Gotta go. She never opened it and I never said anything. My whole weekend there, I had a ball of guilt in my stomach. Oh. I swear I could feel her grandmother's glare every time we ate in the living room. <laughs> every time I looked at a pipe in the house. Because <laughs> grandma only, is gone. Right? <laughs> the only person I confessed to was my husband, and now I suppose you all know too. Oh, boy. I, I still don't know to this day if she ever found out the truth, and I'd rather not know. <laughs> I don't think I could stomach another meal in that room swamped uh, with the guilt. Uh, Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> I don't I doubt imagine. the dirt. I, mean, I know like when, when we're gone, we don't need these bodies anymore. I know. I know. But still, it means a lot. I just can't believe she was holding the actual eye bowl in her hand. And couldn't feel the weight difference. It reminds me of Indiana Jones trying to guess the the, the weight of the idol before he mo right. removes it, you know, and he, he takes out a little sand and dumps it out, you know, and all this kind of stuff. You would think she would know. Uh, I would, oh, I, I would not be able to stay there. I would be calling my my husband or my, my mom or somebody. Uh, I'd be terrified for the years after that I would be tracked down on Facebook or some social media that, you threw my grandmother's ashes away. <laughs> Terrible. Right. Oh, man. That was a great one. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I would feel so guilty forever. I've told my wife I want to be 
I want to be cremated. I'm, I'm from the South and we don't believe in cremation in the South. Um, and it, it, and it has to do with, uh, religion and, um, and, and a little bit of, uh, what do they call it? Uh, where, where you don't walk under ladders and stuff. Um, oh, superstition, superstition. Yeah. Cause if you're cremated when, when Jesus comes back and blows the trumpet there, you know, how are you going to, how's your body going to resurrect? Now it makes no sense because bodies decompose and become earth anyway. Um, and blah, blah, blah. So I, I, but anyway, I, I've just said, you know, whatever's cheapest, put me in a freaking vase or something and, uh, and stick me somewhere. And she's like, well, where will I put you? I'm like, put me inside of a buzz light year. That would work. Put me inside. Man, of a, a I'm cool constantly buzz. tell my wife, if it was legal, they could just make a bonfire in the backyard, toss me on it. No sense. And there you go. Just a bunch of money on Darth Vader, that thing, man. Yeah. Burn him down. Anyway, yeah, speaking of that, I remember, I don't know when I was a kid, I think I was at a revival, but I remember this uh, pastor talking about, or this story where this lady was, you know, lived a wicked life and she was like, no, I, I want to be cremated and have like my ashes just scattered in so many different places. Jesus will never find me. <laughs> he might not be looking. That, that, that's, the thing. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. No, I, I, uh, I'm not afraid. I, I, I just, uh, I can't imagine setting aside a plot of land and being under the ground and the whole thing. I, I don't want to come back as a zombie. You know, I, I don't want zombie to be a option, uh, or vampire, you know? So if you burn me up, um, I'm little flakes. And if I come back, uh, I, I just make the room dusty. You know, that's the worst that can happen. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just a slightly annoyed, you know, or, or annoying, uh, uh, undead person instead of, uh, a body. But anyway. Yeah. I definitely don't think I could be a zombie or a vampire. Cause I, I like my meat cooked. Well done. Oh, I don't like any pink or any blood in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it wouldn't work. I, I would be a very bad vampire yeah. or zombie. Vegan vampire. Vampire. Man, I couldn't even say it. Vegan vampire. So. This is called Beyond Burger Blast, and uh, it is up for the contest. Hey, James and John, I've got a treasure of a story for you that happened to me very recently. First, some context. I have a digestive issue that makes me burp up my food after eating it. Oh, 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 oh. And then I swallow it back down, and there's no repercussions. Okay, it's it's normal for you, Henry, but it's, it's, it's new for me. And so sorry if I'm kind of grossing out. Um, on this particular day, my family and I were indulging in some Beyond Burgers. Uh, we had grilled up for dinner. For those that are unfamiliar with Beyond uh, Meats, they are meat, quote unquote, that use plant protein to replicate that meaty goodness while staying 100% vegan. I'm glad he explained it because I didn't know what a Beyond Burger was. But my family does not often eat red meat, so this is as close as I get. I personally don't love Beyond Burgers because... My mind constantly reminds me that I'm really just eating a salad in the shape of a burger patty. Yeah, I wouldn't like it either. But nonetheless, after the meal, I had the bright idea to immediately go jump on the trampoline. So I get on and all is well for the first minute or two until I decide to jump on my back. And I jump and I land right on my back and my head and my body parallel to the ground. This would have been fine. But at the same time, I'm burnt back some of my burger being flat on my back. There was no gravity to stop the veggie blob from going up into my nasal cavity and then into my nose, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which it did. 
as I landed back on my feet, I watched the wet, grinded pea protein land in chunks in front of me on the trampoline. <coughs> Over the next full hour, I shot pieces of salivated meat substitute out of my poor nostrils, Henry, North Carolina. Henry, you're banned from the show. <laughs> so gross. But that's what happened to me when I threw up at the church. I had had chicken. And I only remember what I had for dinner because I was snorting it out of my nose. <coughs> oh, I was looking at it in the mirror and I saw... The, the the strands of chicken meat up in my freaking nostrils and I tried to blow it out and it wouldn't go. So I had to suck like that and it caught in the back of my throat and then I coughed it up and then it spit it out of my mouth. It was so nasty. Uh, so gross, but that's the way it goes. It's man. bad enough kind of when you have to kind of hawk a loogie. Yeah. yeah. When it's you know something that you ate Ugh. that came back up, that's, but after you've thrown up, you feel so much better. There's very little pride left. There's stomach acid coated the entire inside of your nostrils and your mouth. You feel miserable. It's not as gross as it sounds later. It's just, you're just trying to survive, you know? And, uh, um, oh, yeah. it still beats the time I threw up and threw up so hard that I passed out. And, uh, I woke up hunched over the toilet with my face in the garbage can that was beside the back side of the toilet. And, uh, it was, it was rough. I'd never been so sick in my life, but, uh, my wife comes running in cause she heard, heard my, uh, 280 pound frame hit the, hit the toilet. <laughs> my knees hit the ground. It was not, it was not good. But anyway, that is our show. Um, before we play the outro though, um, I wanted to let you know that I sent a copy of the show notes to John. And John and I read through the stories. And even though he's not here, he has passed and given his judgment on what was uh, his favorite story. And it just happened to be the same one um, that I enjoyed as well. And so today uh, we will announce the, uh, the story that we have chosen uh, as a finalist for the treasure competition is Wrong Bowl by Hannah from Missouri. So Hannah, congratulations. Um, you are a finalist. Uh, we don't know what uh, you know competition you have yet to come, but uh, on July 1st, we will be announcing the overall winner. But uh, Wrong Bowl is, is, a, is a story for the ages. It's so terrible and so wonderful at the same time. So thank you so much. And uh, Aaron, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it, man. Um, oh, yeah. This has been fun. And uh, the show, again, is Topic Please. You can look it up in iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Do you have a story to send in? Whatever your story is, send it in. Email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. ThatStoryShow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons with, for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at Patreon.com slash ThatStoryShow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't drop your shorts. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you later. Thanks, Aaron. You're awesome. Thanks, Aaron. You're awesome. Thanks for having me. Okay, there you are. <laughs> no problem. Make sure you guys go check out Topic, please. 
with Liz and Aaron. Topicplease.com. Yep. All right. I'm excited. And John, wherever you are, I hope you're killing snakes. That's exactly what you should be doing. Man, I have to run to the little boys room real fast. Okay. Going to the bathroom, folks. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.